going on, everybody? And welcome to another edition of the R&R Pod of Film. I'm your host, Len Rodriguez, and always with me is Cody Repass. What's going on, man? I am exhausted and so tired of moving already. <laughs> I hear you, man. I hear you. I'm, I'm still a little tired from my trip and I got a headache, but I am ready to talk some movies. And uh, today's movie is very special and near and dear to me. And uh, I am really excited to talk about it. And the movie I'm talking about is Jonah Hill's mid-90s, uh, which obviously was written and directed by the one and only Jonah Hill. And it is it stars... Oh, God. Why is it freezing? Okay. Sonny Suljic, Catherine Watterson, Lucas Hedges, Nakel Smith, and on and on. Um, let's just get right into this because... I got a lot to say, and I know you got a lot to say. And I'm curious to hear your your thing. So, who do you want to go first? Or you want me to start just blabbing? <laughs> you go for it. I'm gonna let you take the floor this time on this one. Okay. So, uh, just right off the bat, I just want to let you guys know that I um, I was born in '87. So, growing up as a kid, I was you know I was a kid in the '90s. I was you know I think I was in seventh grade in 1999. So. Um, I was around the same age as Stevie in the nineties. So like it really hit me when I started watching this and seeing how he was interacting with a lot of the people in the movie, it reminded me of my fifth grade year. I was friends with a lot of, uh, sixth graders and they took me in and they were a bunch of skaters and, um, you know, I wanted to skate too. Like they were kind of like role models to me i was living in a small town i just moved there not too long before um from another part of jersey and um it was completely different to me and it was they got me into the music i started listening to and it was just a very interesting time for me and like uh, how kind of rebellious i felt too i remember being on the school bus and um everyone's going crazy and um, you know, we're just in the back, you know, right in the back. They brought me into the cool kids place in the back of the bus. And we we're just sitting there talking. All the kids in front are going crazy. And like, it was just, just felt like I was part of something. You know, I, I had my own group of friends where I probably shouldn't have that many group of friends, like, or that kind of group of friends at that age, but they were the older kids. And like, I just felt like I was part of something. So this movie, you know, really hit me there and just throughout the whole thing i just felt it i felt like i was watching my life story for the most part not the whole thing but like for the most part it was just the friendship that he you know he came and just like it was just a really cool look into my past in a, in a way it was like a reminder of like how i was when i was a kid and it was just really cool so that's like overall my my feeling and i could tell you this too it's up there in my all-time favorite movies and i will tell you it's number two uh it beats halloween um which is very wow. hard it beats it's, it's hard because halloween was number one for the longest time until i saw another movie we'll talk about another time um called her so uh right off the bat i'm gonna tell you you might the you're gonna know my score at the beginning but i'm not gonna say it until the end but you should probably <laughs> already know from the phrase i'm giving it right off the bat but for me, my number one good is it reminded me of me when I was a kid. For me, I, I the characters they were they were really fleshed out and well done, uh, and they they all were sympathetic. Like you get to hear the home life of all of them, and all the skaters like 
they they all had rough upbringings or something that brought them all together and made them all friends and they they got stronger because of each other like ray the uh the all-star skater whatever, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call him the best skater that they had when uh when he's talking to little stevie or like they call him sunburn uh but they were when he was talking to him and told him that a couple years ago his uh little brother had gotten uh hit in the street and died uh and stuff like that like you're not expecting and it's just like oh wow like it it felt real like and then they go in the backstories of all the other kids and all the troubles they have at home and you get to watch stevie's troubles at home he lives with an older brother who's abusive and beats on him and doesn't treat their mom very well and there's no father figure so that's probably a reason why uh his older brother's as outgoing or not outgoing as abusive and outrageous as he is but it was just i thought jonah hill really captured the characters really well oh yeah they felt real um there's only one other movie that i felt like um, that I can compare this to um, that felt as real as this, and that was Kids back in the 90s. Uh, um, very controversial film at its time. Um, it had Chloe Savini and uh, Leo Fitzpatrick, and it that it just felt like this, like the the 2000s version of Kids, basically. Like um, just how uh, just a unique, real look into. Um, people's lives or that kind of you know those kinds of people's lives and um another good for me was uh the the older brother uh played by lucas hedges um who is also in another movie that was really 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 good um i gotta pull it up because i need to um i forget the name of it but i remember seeing it called manchester in the sea or by the sea um he was also in ladybird too so he's been in a lot of good movies but he was so great in this and as the older brother and he was such a dick and like uh just it was crazy you know just it's just crazy how good lucas is as an actor and um how raw he was and, and real and um as the older brother and and it's cool because he reminded me of my friend's brother back in the day um not as an abusive just the the music he listened to the way he looked the way he dressed the his kind of his attitude my friend's brother wasn't a total dick but he was you know he was the older brother you know um so like we would go into his room and listen to the, his CDs and mostly the same music that he listened to is what we listened to when we were kids, you know, um, the, the good rap music that was out at the time, like the nineties rap is there's nothing you can, there's nothing you can sit here and tell me. Um, you could sit here and tell me that today's rap is better and I, I will just laugh at you and, and, and roll my eyes and walk away. But, um, just the music in this movie is another good thing for me too. And, you know, Mob Deep, Raekwon, Wu Tang Clan, Nas, MOP, uh, Gangstar, you know, Souls of Mischief, just some of the best kind of rap music that you can find. And I, I love all types of music. Like, my main genre is rock, um, but I love my 90s hip hop. And just to hear that Jonah Hill um, went through and picked the music that he grew up on, that he loved, and, and used it in a way that wasn't cliche was just perfect. And if you have Spotify, you can look up. There is a playlist that Spotify put out. Um, it's called Mid-90s, and it has uh, all the songs from the movie, and then it has little interviews 
um, with Jonah Hill talking about the process of making the movie, the music, and it's just a really good insight. So if you're a fan of those kinds of things, it's a really good playlist to listen to. So check it out. But uh, I'm sorry, I'm blabbing. I, I can talk about this movie on and on. <laughs> <laughs> you're good. You're good. I, I I agree on that completely. I I thought uh, his performance was great. He was also in Three Billboards Outside Ebbing. I haven't seen that and, yet. Oh my God, you have got to watch that. That movie is fantastic. Okay. Uh, but yeah, he was he, he was good. Uh, it, it's a bad. I'll talk about it here in a little bit. Uh, but another good for me was. I was a 90s kid. I, I was born in 1990, so I grew up in the 90s. Uh, and this movie made me feel like a kid again. Like, w- watching it, like, I felt like that's my childhood right there because there wasn't any cell phones. There wasn't all, all this new technology like there is now. You had to go out and meet your friends somewhere. And you couldn't just call them up on your cell phone when you're ha- almost there and say, hey, where are you at? If... You just had to know they were going to be there, and they portrayed that really well on screen, just knowing like they're all going to hang out at the skate shop, and they're going to go wherever they want. Uh, so it was a very relatable movie, uh, and it was it was shot really well. Like it had that that mid '90s feel. Like it was shot on like just your run of the mill uh, blue collar home video camera yeah like, that's what it felt like it was shot yeah and it, it was i feel like the uh, aspect ratio was as if it was from a 90s movie so that oh that was pretty cool too um another good for me on here too uh is just the overall like sense of uh, just we we're watching something that i know i've already said it but real just it's just real it's just as real as it gets man it's just as real as it gets and like i said like you and like you said it reminded me of my childhood and and um there was also a scene in the movie where stevie is talking to this older girl <laughs> and uh, for me my first kiss and I, i'm not ashamed to say this was a sixth grader uh tiffany brewster i remember and it was my friends my my sixth grade friends uh we were friends with her and it was right in front of everyone, and it was it was the cutest little thing. I, I still remember it, and um, it just I, I just sat there and cheesed the whole time, and I just felt like I was just watching a snapshot of things that I've been through and friends have been through, and it was just I love movies like this. This is one of the reasons why I'm a filmmaker. This is one of the reasons why I film to me is my favorite medium, and 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 just everything about it was just I have no bad at all like i i could i'm gonna let you talk about what you're because i know you weren't as big a fan as i was well no i wasn't a huge fan of the movie but i didn't hate anything about it i just like it didn't grab me like it grabbed you because i wasn't a skater so i didn't get that part of it Uh, i didn't latch on to me with that uh it's a really really good movie i i just it, it didn't connect with me as as well as it did with you i i enjoyed it uh one of the bads for me is uh and it's not really even a bad uh you you watch movies nowadays you're looking for uh memorable performances and this one while it has good performances by multiple characters for me there's not just a standalone standout memorable performance they're all good and 
their quality. Like, there's no bad performances, but there's just not a, a standout performance. Okay, no, I, I can agree with you, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of give you a, a, another perspective on that. Um, I think the overall theme and the overall setting and the overall... There wasn't supposed to be. I right? think that topped it for me. I think the perform- yeah. the greatest performance of the whole movie was just the overall feel and setting and theme. I think that was yep. what was. I think that's what they were going for. I mean, you know, the the, the kid who played fuck shit was great. Um, all in parent. <laughs> I think that's how you say his name. I you know, I love the nickname fuck shit. I thought that was really funny. And the, the you know, just in the ending, I thought like everyone really did a really good job in the ending there. I'm not going to spoil it for anyone, um, but it really hits you. Uh, but like, I just love the overall theme and everything. I think that's the top performance that's memorable is just the feel and the, and the, the theme and, and, and the, uh, the setting. And, um, and of course it's the nineties. I mean, a lot of people love going back to the nineties and feeling nostalgic and, but like this brings everything to feel. And like you said, man, like I remember going outside to play. I, you know, I rarely played video games in my, in my day. Yes, I had them and I did it on rainy days, but I love going outside skating with my friends. I was a terrible skater, by the way. I was, shit i remember like pretending like i knew things and like and and lying to people that like i you know as a kid i was like oh yeah i could i can do a, a 180 backslide on a on a low like grind rail like yeah i could do that you should come over and skate with me no one ever did but um when i got older but, um it is what it is but uh no nah, man like yeah yeah i'll leave it at that the interaction with with ray and stevie is always good mm-hmm. Like that that that's another thing that I really enjoyed. Like you, you see Stevie wants to wants to impress these guys at all costs. Like it doesn't matter if he gets hurt, it doesn't matter what physical harm it does to him. He wants to be their friends and he wants them to like him. So he starts going out of his way to to make them like him and come to find out they just want him to yep. be him. Like they just like being yep. around him. Even even Ruben, um, the the kid who gets a little jealous. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, Ruben got yeah, mad. Yeah, Ruben got mad, and there's always that kid. You know, he wants to fit in. Yeah, it's yeah, realistic. it's very realistic. And obviously, the the stuff between fuck shit and and Ray, you know, fuck shit was like you know kind of a fuck up basically, and um, you know, kind of got jealous of of Ray being the superstar, you know, and the fact that they were talking about yeah. Big Brother magazine too. Like I remember getting those magazines with my friends. <laughs> and um, there's a really good documentary about Big Brother. Um, it's where basically all the jackass people got their start for the most part, um, minus Bam and, and all those, because they had CKY. But it's a really underground magazine with skateboarding and, and some r- like ridiculous things. So it was really cool. Like All these things were just mentioned, and it just it took me back. But um, anything else you want to uh, add into this? I don't. I'm gonna let you have the floor since you love this movie. You can talk whatever you want. I'm I, I'm just about mid 90s out. So <laughs> All right, man. Well, other than what I said, I mean, just I would definitely um, go out of your way to seeing this uh, before we give our reviews. I just want to like just give it a shot. You know, it's real. It's especially if you grew up in the 90s like Cody and I and had this had this kind of like you know interaction with people and being taken like I, I never really sought out people like this or you know sought out friends and higher grades or whatever but they took me in and 
when I saw this and, and, and just felt that just reminiscing, it was cool. I had to text a couple friends like, man, you have to see this movie. You have to see it. And I'm, I'm ready to see what Jonah Hill's doing next because he's got an eye. He's got a, he's got a vision. And I, if he makes more film like this, makes more stories like this, I'm there for opening night for sure. So, uh, I mean, that's all I can really say about it. I don't want to talk about it all, like ruin it for anyone. Go see it. Um, let's get into the ratings. I'm going to let you go first. since pe- I mean, people already know what you're going to give it, but go ahead. So this is my, I think this is the second five-star rating, holy grail, that I <laughs> expect one more. Um, and that's all I'm going to say. Um, but yeah, five stars. I mean, this is my second favorite movie of all time. I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I did, but once I saw it, I remember seeing the trailer and feeling the way I did, but when I saw the movie from top to bottom, I was just like, damn, man. And I, I saw it, and it was my favorite, because I it, I think it came out the end of 2018, but like it got kind of a wider release in 2019, so um, it was my favorite movie of 2019, or, uh, 2018. That's what I meant to say, 2018. Um, or did it? No, it got a wider release this year. So technically it came out, I think, at the end of last year. And then I got uh, the full release this year. So right now it sits at number one as my favorite movie of 2019. Because uh, I've seen it this year. I've seen it at the beginning of the year. So, um, yeah, five stars. Holy grail for me. Five star skis. So for me, and for those that might want to watch this movie, it's very very good and and it's worth a watch at least once uh you can find it on amazon prime if you have it you can watch it for free uh i'm giving it 3.5 i like it and i i enjoyed it It, there's nothing wrong with the movie i enjoy just about every movie that i watch well except for halloween resurrection and yeah that movie's (laughs) terrible that movie oh yeah we don't talk about that Mm -hmm. uh but for me, like the characters are good, uh, the story is great. Do you have a solid movie that you can enjoy? And it's not long, not that long. It's like an hour and thirty, hour mm-hmm. and forty minutes, and it flies by. It feels like it's an hour long. Uh, definitely seek it out and watch it. I'm giving it three point five. It's definitely stream worthy, and if you have Amazon Prime, it's free to watch. So I mean, you're not missing anything. Just Use your Amazon Prime yep. and watch it. I like it, man. Oh, I'm glad you liked it enough um, and didn't hate it. I would have been really sad. But I would respect your opinion. Oh, no. For sure. Um, <laughs> but that is all the time we have this week on uh, the R&R Pot of Film. Tell them what to look forward to next. Oh, man. We have so much stuff planned. Uh, on our weekly schedule, our weekly Wednesday reviews, we've got coming up, we've got Summer of 84, We've got Alita Battle Angel. We've got Kill Bill Mm. 1 and 2, a double feature in one episode. That's going to be fun. And, of course, we're going to release it the week of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood when it's coming out because Quentin Tarantino is the man. Uh, Then the last week of the month going into August is Shark Week. And Shark Week is amazing. So we decided we're going to do a review for a shark movie Every day of Shark Week, Sunday to Sunday, we've got Bait, 47 Meters Down, Jaws 2, Deep Blue Sea, Open Water, The Reef, The Shallows, 
and the greatest movie of all time. The great, by easily the greatest creature feature, and my favorite movie of all time, Jaws. So we're gonna talk all kinds of shark movies. Shark Week's amazing, but shark movies are better. There you go. I'm excited about that, man. I'm. It's been a while since I've seen so many shark movies. Uh, we just we just talked about Jaws, um, one. Um, uh, did it do? What was it? Uh, not, not that, that long, long ago, ago, indeed. Um, On the pond. Oh of yeah. Yes, it was, and I had fun with that, but this time, I don't know, we're going to get into it a little bit more, so, uh, you can also find us on all social media, uh, tw- not all, Twitter, and uh, Letterboxd, and um, Stardust, at RR uh, Film Pod, right, correct? Okay, I know yes, that's sir. your job usually, but I, I just wanted to say it this time, <laughs> so, so I can at least get it in my head, um, but yeah, find us on there, interact with us, we're... Oh hey, we 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 didn't we didn't uh, give our store a plug. Oh yeah, oh but there you go. Let's do that. Uh, where, where can we find I, our I store? I forgot. I forgot until just now. You can find our store at T Public. T yes. Public. Yep. You can find our store at T Public. Only one design right now, but it's well, one design. I mean, you put it on a shirt. It looks awesome. Wear it. Show your friends. Show your family. Tell them to buy one. You can get a T-shirt a hoodie a tank top you can put it on a pillow you can put it on a phone case whatever more uh more uh t-shirts and stuff to come but there right you now go. it's just one um there will be a link in the description for that too so you'll be able to find it but uh other than that man um let's let's close this out thank you so much for listening to the rr pod of film i'm glenn rodriguez and always with me is cody repass and We'll talk to you guys soon and see you at the movies. See you later.